What up my fellow NBA lovers? This is your guy Marcellus Ease, and hopefully everyone's staying safe during these crazy times. But the NBA right now is still trying to figure out ways to get it in. Get this buku money. Tell them to bring me my money. And it's just like that, no joke. Cause this time of the year is where the NBA normally makes a bulk of their money during April all the way to June for the finals, etc. With sponsors and just ticket sales and all types of deals. It normally kicks in right now for the league. So going through this pandemic right now is really hurting the league. Adam Silver is still thinking of different ways to get this on and popping. Now he's looking at Las Vegas or Walt Disney as a site. And within this site is gonna be sort of like this quarantine bubble where people that are gonna enter it are gonna go through this 14 day trial before they're able to come out of that bubble or at any time. But it's kind of strange right now because details are still murky. Uh, Adam Silver does not want to keep players away from their family. So they're trying to figure out ways to make it where players could come in with a certain amount of members in their family. And then also they're trying to figure out how much would it cost for them to run tests for all the, you know, cameramen, any type of uh, people around the teams, personnel, GMs. So far, they're estimating that it's going to cost about $3 million a day. You know, everything is in test phase, but bulk of their money comes in now especially with these TV deals, with the NBA playoffs leading up only into the finals. But it's still kind of murky because if you look at the way things are set up kind of right now, the rules within the NBA is that certain teams can't have their facilities open depending on their state rules. I mean, players are not actually allowed to practice with each other. They have to be on a, you know, kind of individual basis. Certain teams do have the facilities open, certain teams don't depending on your region or where you live or how bad it is, especially teams out like in New York City, of course, their facility is going to be closed. So that kind of leaves an advantage to certain players, you know, that can practice right now versus other players that are just sitting at home, getting out of game shape. You know, it's kind of murky right now. And also players that have home gyms actually have an advantage. So all these things come into play when you start to think about reopening the season you're gonna have to have a grace period where the players are gonna have to sort of have a training camp so everyone could be kind of on an even playing field because basically the starting point is going to be the playoff push for certain teams to get into the playoffs and then you have of course NBA playoffs leading up to the finals so guys got to be in a certain game shape for that now the NBA also had postponed the draft lottery and the player combine which normally happens around this time of the year Nothing as of right now is rescheduled, but it'll be very interesting to see what plays out in this year's draft. The 2020 draft class is not as strong, but it's also limited to the amount of interaction scouts can have with some of the draftees and also the game footage. You know, college basketball ended early this year. You know, it's not going to be as transparent as previous seasons where guys have more game footage and interactions with the players where they can get a better evaluation of some of these guys and where they should rank in the draft. Now, with the Battle of LA going on this season, the Clippers owner, Steve Ballmer, added more skin to the game by purchasing the form from James Dolan and the MSG ownership group. So now this leaves a clear path for the Clippers to build a new state-of-the-art arena and to get out of the Lakers' shadow. You know, this past offseason when they had signed Kawhi Leonard, I'm telling you, Steve Ballmer's energy, if you look at that press conference when he was really turned up, he's ready to take over LA. I mean, hopefully we can get these playoffs in because that Western Conference Finals, if it gets to that, is set up to be a clash of two titans. And within this battle of LA, Steve Ballmer is definitely coming for the Lakers' neck. And this is out of nowhere. And if the Lakers don't watch their back, they can definitely get caught lacking. 
because right now it's set up for the Clippers to be a deep contending playoff team for at least two to three more years as LeBron James ages. So we'll see how that plays out. And last but not least, I'm going to touch base on some of the NBA ownership groups as after this pandemic, a lot of things are going to change. I mean, even Shaq spoke about it this week in his podcast. He had mentioned that some of the NBA teams are going to be looking to move and to be selling some of their ownership. I mean, the Spurs already list a minority stake in their ownership up for sale this week. And don't be surprised if some of these teams, especially with low attendance, try to relocate into a different city. Teams like the Hornets, the Pistons, the Suns, the Grizzlies. All these teams are struggling to get fans into the seats. At the same time, more than half the league, as far as TV ratings, they're down. So all these things combine and you put the pandemic on top of it, it's going to lead to a, you know, a bit of a struggle here. And I read a while back, it's very interesting because NBA does not release a lot of the financials regarding individual teams. But a while back, I remember reading that the Detroit Pistons in one year lost over $60 million. And teams like the Knicks that barely made the playoffs made more money than the Lakers. But a lot of teams, they were in the negative. The analyst did not want to admit all the teams, but he said a lot of them were in the negative and it was by the millions. So it'll be very interesting to see going forward what's going to happen here, what comes into play. Maybe cities like Las Vegas can get an NBA team. But going back to the topic of NBA owners and ownership groups, why the hell are the media pressing the Rockets owner, Tillman Fertitta, about money? They're making it seem like this guy is desperate for cash, they're asking him if he needs help finding, you know, other partners. And he's being asked, when is he going to put up other minority shares of the team for sale? The reason why he's getting pressed like this is because he owns a ton of bars, restaurants, casinos, hotels, and he's losing a lot of money per day. I mean, even the Texas governor considered reopening the state because of guys like him that are losing a lot of money. Now, you know, Fertitta is pissed because he is not pressed for money like that. And he's letting everyone know, all these media outlets know, he is not looking for any partners and that he owns 100% of the Rockets and the Rockets part of his business is not pressed for any cash. But there are some ownership groups that are pressed for cash, like the Utah Jazz and the Larry Miller ownership group. They actually laid off a ton of employees and they have over 80 businesses and the Utah Jazz is definitely one of their businesses. So they definitely had massive payroll cuts and layoffs. You also have the Philadelphia 76ers who their ownership group consists of three billionaires, Josh Harris, David Blitzer, and Michael Rubin, all worth over a billion dollars. And they tried to lay off a ton of 76ers uh, staff members that work in the stadium, cleaning crew, and Joel Embiid actually stood all of them up by offering to pay their salaries. So they end up reneging on that because it ended up looking bad PR-wise. And then overall, it just looks like straight clown juice shit. Full-time professional. Rated number one clown nine straight years. You can't trust no ownership group that purposely plans on losing year after year and then sells it to their fans as a brand called Trust the Process. It just wasn't a good decision, but I'm glad they corrected themselves and changed their minds. Especially when you got owners like the Miami Heat owner, Mickey Arison, who makes his fortune out of the Carnival Cruise Line. He's losing a ton of money and he's only one guy. He didn't cut the salaries or just lay off a bunch of people right away like the 76ers ownership group did. And it's not like Mickey Arison has a ton of, you know, other businesses where revenues are just coming in. It's not like he's out here in Miami selling blow. Where the fucking blow at? <laughs>
Yeah, so he's just one guy. It doesn't make sense why bigger tycoons are just laying off employees while guys like down in Miami, like Arison, is just still employing guys. It's just not a good look. It is what it is, but I'm hearing May 8th is the aim date for facilities to open back up, for players to start practicing on an individual basis. But we'll see as time comes, man. I'm just hoping we can at least get these playoffs in. You guys stay safe. Until next time, peace.